got something. Bob Costas is awful.com. Whatever, I don't know. An umpire and a vampire square off week after week, reviewing movies outside their own strike zone. This week's movies, the 1993 Jurassic Park, and the 2015 Eddie the Eagle, starring Sam Neill, Hugh Jackman, Lauren Dern, Iris Bourbon, Jeff Goldblum, and a bunch of large reptiles. Now two guys who don't need to be paleontologists to know things in the mirror are closer than they appear. Tim Crutchman and Jeff Miller. Woo! Bringing the heat today. Bringing the heat. Bringing the heat. Well, I, you know, we talked wow. about this. So we'll talk about a couple things real quick. Okay. I left all my notes at home, right? I get here. Yes, and I'm like, I, I noticed because so, you were in a panic. Right. So I wrote this up. And I'm like, I couldn't think of Hugh Jackman's name. And I'm like, Jack Klugman. <laughs> I couldn't think yeah, of it. So, you know, Jack Klugman's well liked. <laughs> but but Tim, so I'm reading but off Tim. my own I'm reading off my own notes and I wanted to say Jack Klugman so bad. And I'm like, that's not right, Jeff. It's Hugh Jackman. Hugh but, Jackman. But yes, yeah, so we are here again for another Thursday. Tim, welcome. Yes, and this is Dead on the Bases. <laughs> I am the vamp, and he is the um. You're out! Okay, and he, he makes sure we follow all the rules. Jeff is called the ump because he calls it straight down the middle. The middle of what, we don't know, and neither does he. But what we do is he's a sports fan. I enjoy horror films, so I assign a horror film to him, and then he retaliates by giving me a sports movie to watch. See, the only thing about this is when Tim and I discussed this, when we first discussed this this idea, I I didn't listen. And, <laughs> and he would he would he said horror, and I actually thought horror. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, these could be kind of fun. But you know what? Horror is not that bad. I'm beginning to get the hang of it. And honestly, I'll tell you, Tim, I'll be honest with you. When we were off during the summer. Yeah, you I, missed it. I I kind of did. Yeah, but I but but I didn't miss enough to like say, hey Debbie, let's watch a horror movie. <laughs> so I didn't miss it that much, but I missed it a little bit. I got I can't I, I can admit that. I actually have a sports movie that I've been sitting on for so long. I'm like, I know Jeff will never assign this. You don't thing, know but that. I don't want to watch it because he might. Yeah, don't and watch like, it. Oh. I'll I'll assign next season. You, uh, Mr. Go, you're you're gonna. Go. It's a heard. Korean film about a gorilla that plays baseball. <laughs> you know what? I honestly you know what? have this movie. You know what? I will assign it just to assign it. We'll get it done in the week. <laughs> yeah, one. You would enjoy it anyway. But here's the cool thing, though. Maybe there's a movie that I haven't, haven't seen either. Right. Like, for example, the one this week, Eddie the Eagle. I never saw it. I always wanted to. So by Nice assi- segue, by the way. <laughs> so by assigning it to Tim... I got a chance to watch it, and I'm glad that I did. But go ahead, Tim. Tim yeah, Eddie, Eddie Eagle. Eagle, and I assigned him uh, a classic at yes. this point, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, you bet. I saw this when it first came out. I'm sure you did, too. Yeah, yeah uh, I but I, the I, whole world did. It made like a billion dollars. But I have plenty to talk about when I when I talk about it. So don't, okay. don't think this yeah. is a home run. I don't run. want him. This, this might uh, not be a home run. I don't want What's a home run? Is that like a touchdown? <laughs> Yes, it's, it's the, the same, same equivalent. As a goal? It's the biggest th- Yes, it's the biggest okay. thing that can happen during the game. All right. I thought a grand slam would be, but, you know, it's you're still a sports a expert. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about your sport uh, any more than usual. I can't All get right. capitals here. Hold hey, on. everybody. I 
he had the fun of watching Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. That, this ah, is supposed to be ah, doing stuff. There it goes. Is that what he felt like? No, he ah, did not. Ah, no. Ah, At no point did that occur during the film or or erupt from from my vantage point. You know the cool thing about it, Eddie the Eagle. When yeah. I was on, when I was working with Bob and Brian, I mm-hmm. was the hawk. So you of, were the hawk. It's sort of the same yeah. thing, you know, eagle hawk. Sort of the same thing, but completely different. Birds of prey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Go ahead, Tim. How we get uh, here? I don't know. How did we get here? I don't know. Uh, eagle was made in 2015, a pretty recent film. Uh, it is a very well-paced film. He is, is in Germany training for the Olympics 15 minutes into the film. Eins, eins, and they've, they've set up, you know, that since he was a little, little shader, yes. that he wanted to be in the Olympics. Um, it's cool. That's so cool. You could say that's what the movie is about. You could also say this is a movie about a man who is terribly unsuccessful at committing suicide. Because <laughs> he, he does do things that a sane man would not do, which I was thinking about so, you the whole time. So it gets a uh, horror cred, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't think it quite goes there because they're just... Wasn't enough murder. Bye. Anyway, <laughs> I had it ready. This time. I know you did. I know. I was, I was proud. Good stuff. Okay. So anyway, uh, Eddie Edwards, which sounds like a fake name to me, but apparently that's what this guy was hung with. Um, he wants to become. He wants to be in the Olympics. He doesn't care how he gets in there. I mean, honestly. as a little kid, he holds his breath underwater. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to the Olympics. <laughs> Olympic breath holding. <laughs> um, the correct thing to say to that kid is don't hold your breath. Uh, there you go. But yeah. one thing leads to another, and he decides ski jumping is his way into the Olympics. Um. The screenwriter really didn't have to come up with much for this movie because it's so impossible. It's just like, report what happened. It's crazy enough. Uh, I did enjoy that part of practicing ski jumping is laying on top of a beach ball. I I went in the other room. I have one of those those exercise beach balls. Yeah, you do. I'm pretty sure I can jump. I'm pretty sure I could be a ski jumper. I did think, yes. how the hell do you, I want you to practice for that? You just kind of have to think do it, it and then not it. die. And that's what he did. He just went off the 15-meter one. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll go to 40. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love that about him. I mean. No, that's insane. I know, but. It's not just, wise. But you know what? Though? Children. I, children watching, because we have a lot of kids that watch this fucking show. Oh. Hey, why, 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 why? Kids, do not do what this can, guy does. Can I? He has, he, OSHA would, would just follow him around. This is true. He, he would walk through town and OSHA would just keep following him because they knew they could write up some violations. Let like me be honest did. with you, t- Tim. Yeah, yeah. If I, if honestly, knowing myself, if I succeeded at the 15, like boom, I did it. <laughs> I would go to the 40 right away. I would. I just know myself. I'd probably die on the 40, but I think I would just, if I did the one, I'd be like, it's a success. Let's go to the next one. 
Okay, I, I, I just have know to myself. ask you something. Yeah. So this guy, his whole life is predicated on him going to Olympics. Right? Yeah, yeah. How much did you hate that jerk that got him drunk oh. so he misses the what opening a, ceremony? Okay, I'm going to ding the bell. Yeah. What an asshole. I, yeah. that that pissed me off and like I like I mentioned this is the first time I saw it too yeah and I was actually I was pissed oh yeah I was I was I was pissed. too I was upset I mean, the way it's one thing the officials kind of saying you really don't have a place here right because honestly he didn't I felt like they were saving his life they were he shit he had no reason to be up there he didn't. But when he did do it, they were still jerks to him. The, yeah. the British Olympic Committee were jerks. And it, it, it really, I mean. But there, I, oh, well, you, you explained it in the first word. You said they were British. <laughs> it, but yes, the, the, the guys from the ski team, they got him all drunk and had him missed opening ceremonies. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That, that, okay, that so. That was just jig. They're I, a bunch of jigs. I have comments here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go for it. Wait, what ends up happening is. Because he's such a hapless little guy, he became a curiosity, kind of a yeah. media darling. And Jackman even says, you're you're kind of a sideshow, which is interesting to me because every Winter Olympics I've ever watched, there's been a story like this. I love, the, I love the Winter Olympics. Some go- I like winter more than the summer. So do I. Well, um, but yeah, go ahead. What else was during this Olympics? And they mentioned it in there. Yeah, the uh, Bohemian, the uh, Jamaican. You know what it is. Team. You just want to be. It's the Jamaican pop t- pop The Bohemians team. would uh, go. Yeah, the Jamaican. So this was not an Olympics without no uh, side stories to right. begin with. Um, and I mean, this guy was not. It, it, people weren't like. He's a possible medal contender. No, no, he was a possible fatality, is what he was. And he knew it himself. He yeah. he just wanted to be there. I think. Right now, what I what I liked um. is the way you could make this movie. You can make this movie a couple different ways. the The movie makers made this correctly in my mind. They didn't try to give you that inkling of a belief that he's actually going to yes. get some sort of medal. Yes. They they didn't have him being vindictive and going no. after the people that told him no. Because, you know, there's opportunity there where he could have said, hey, Olympic Committee really hates my ass. You no know, kidding. And all that. Thank you. What? Um, so I think the movie makers understood that the key to the story was... How did he react to his instant fame? Yeah. And it's it's interesting. So in um in his time You can do it. Lawyers. You can do it. Um, they <laughs> he first does a jump on the 15 meter, then the 40 meter. That's what yep. he practiced on. Yep. Then he goes up to the <clears throat> 70 meter, and eventually he goes up to the 90. I personally, I've never done more than a seventy meter. Um, the, the, cool, the cool thing was after is that the he, beach ball, of course. He never did ninety before. He did ninety in the Olympics, and that was it—a one-time shot. But I that believe I—I I believe that the reason he did was he just wanted to prove yep. I'm not a sideshow. I'm at least trying. But he stuck it, and that was so yeah. cool. Yeah, I tried like the Dickens to find the actual. Sk- it's on there. Jump. Yeah. I I couldn't 
really find where he was way so back. He, he was. Battles back. That he wasn't. In the see. real jump in real yeah. life, he didn't do he all that. He just kind of landed. He landed. Yeah. He did. He right. landed. But it was, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Tim, in this movie, and I know you're not done. Um, Ripping on it? No, oh. you're not done grading it yet or oh, to okay. the end. But honestly, I got I got emotional in a way. I, I actually, yeah. I actually yeah. felt some real emotion for this movie. And I think that's I think it's really great how they put it together, like you said, they did they, they did it the right way. And you really feel for Eddie when you're watching this. You're like Well He just wanted to be there. He just wanted to be and, something. And I think they did a good job of getting you into yes. what this is. There's a scene where he goes up this escalated train, <laughs> then he goes into an elevator as you're going up and the the tension is just building the yep. whole time. Yeah. And he's going up the elevator with the flying fin, who <laughs> is like the top jumper in the world. Yes, that's correct. Right? Uh, And what I thought was interesting is they allowed him to look like less of a jerk than any of his teammates. He was like the one guy that understood what Eddie was about. And I think he he got... Including Jackman. Right. He's the only one that understood what he was about. But he didn't initially because in that opening scene, he goes, you want my autograph? He goes, and he walks away. He like... He dismissed him, but I think he figured it out. He well, figured out what he was doing. Yeah, he just met the guy. You know, right, he right, figured right. him out over time because the thing with Eddie the Eagle is he's a persistent little crazy man. Yes, he was. He, yes, he, he was out of his mind. Now, I don't have a huge fear of heights, but I have a healthy fear of heights. Yeah, yeah I don't have that. I was kidding. I've never done the 70 meter ski jump. However, <laughs> however, 70. However, I have been on the Summit Plummet at Blizzard Beach in Disney World, which is an astonishing 360 feet. It's a water slide. Okay. How many meters is that? Is that I mean, 360 yeah, I feet? Know. It's about 300 meters. And no, it's not. <laughs> That's not even close. It's got close to 90 meters, I think. Right? 360. That's got to be close to 90 meters. Wait, what am I doing? We have a world-class statistician in the... He'll uh, figure it out. Yeah, he'll tell us exactly what that is. But 360 feet. Went down that thing. Um, It was... Was it was like this kind of... Yeah, yeah. So you were in the air. After you did it, you went up in the air. No, you didn't go up in the air. You, You went down the slide, but it was almost like... Almost like a 90 degree drop. But you know, it, it think, was steep. But Tim, and you didn't it go was like fun. into the water. You had to have like it vaulted somehow, right? It, no, you you just go. There's like a long take-up oh, slide. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. bit over a hundred meters. So there you go. So yeah. you were higher than Eddie was when he did his his big jump. Eddie is, did ninety is meters. Is that true, or is that or is the ninety meters? How high off the ground the... I have no idea. The jump is. I think that's how high... I think they're really the frick up there. So you think when he takes off, that's 90 meters up? I think so. Could be right. I don't know. All I know... I can tell, <sighs> I can tell you something about this, though. He didn't actually really train in Germany during the before the Olympics. He trained in Lake Placid, New York. Okay. No, I'm just saying I did some research that's on this. That's interesting. And, and yeah. yeah. He had to get to America. I was still wondering how he got from Great Britain to Germany. I'm like, oh, I, he must have drove in that tunnel. You read between the lines? Mom was slipping him cash. How do you get the, How do you get his van over there then? 
You didn't have a van. That was um, that was Hugh dad's Jackman's van. No, van. hell, we'll watch it again. It's his dad's okay, van. Okay, well, this is a movie. I'm just saying. Now, if you would have that, he van. said it in Germany because the the woman innkeeper yes. was really pretty. Yes, I liked her you know, a lot. You know what kind of stinks is that he was so naive because she was like her name was uh, Iris. Bourbon? Bourbon, yep. Uh, Petra. The innkeeper Petra. And it kind of leads me to one of my favorite things in the world. Huh. That would be the... uh, Horror connection. Horror movie (laughs) connection. (laughs) That's right. Now, there's a couple horror movie connections here. (laughs) First, we start with Hugh Jackman. Yep. He was in the Van Helsing movie. Huge. And he's done a couple Simpsons episodes. Really? Yes. I, I don't know why. I just feel when somebody does a Simpsons episode, I always put it in here. Can you just put and then Could you just say, like, anybody, they were in the Simpsons? Pretty much at this point, right? Not everybody, though. It's surprising how few times I see it, because I don't say it every time I'm no. doing a horror movie. Coming. That's true, I guess. And then um, he did a movie called Prisoners. Have you seen Hugh Jackman and Prisoners? Uh-huh. That's a and, horror movie? It's a horror movie thriller. It's kind of on that line. Um, I would say it's more on the horror side. Was well, he locked uh, up with Dahmer? I'm not going to tell you much about it. I might, <laughs> I might be giving it to you one of these. Great, days. fantastic! But it, it's a really good movie. Now, Taron Egerton. Now, this is the guy that played Elton John. Yep. He uh, he was in the. Um, the one with all the British Secret Service. What's it called? What is it called now? The Gentleman's Club, I think. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, Her oh, Majesty's Her Majesty's Secret Circus. Something. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. there you go. The Kingsman. Thank you, chat room. The Kingsman again. Gordon Circle. Golden this Circle. guy, let me tell you, no hard credits. And you're sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Are you willing to All subtract right. some points when I give it to you? Okay. Uh, who it is? Yeah, you go right. How many gonna subtract off? Christopher Walken. How many gonna subtract off? Mo- I'm not gonna subtract stuff off. I didn't find it. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't think there were. <laughs> Christopher Walken played the headless horseman in Sleepy Hollow for Tim Burton. Mm. He was in the original Stepford or. I can't remember. I, he, he was in one of the versions of Stepford Wives. Uh, but for horror movie fans, they probably know most from The Sentinel and from uh, prophecy, the movie's Prophecy, where he kind of plays the devil. I've never Ugh. watched them, but I'm told they're they're pretty good. I haven't watched them yet. Be- before you then, go... Before yes. you move on, yeah. if he's a headless horseman, yeah. how do you know it's him? Because he's the headless horseman before oh. the head comes off. Okay. Then they take the head As off. you can tell, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Is that the one it, with Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't it's, watch it. It's that. okay. Uh, at no point does he uh, come home to feces on his bed. Uh, innkeeper oh, Petra was played by Iris Bourbon. And yeah, yes, um, yes. she was in a movie called The Man with the Glass Eye, which yeah. is a horror movie. You might have had a glass and eye. And but... <laughs> something called Das Teufelschweib. Um, they're both like horror thrillers that, that she was in. 
Now, director Dexter Fletcher, he went on to use Terran again in uh, in Rocket Man. Rocket Man. But sadly, <clears throat> has no horror credits. Oh, okay. no horror credits. Loser. So sad. Loser. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our horror movie connection. That's pretty good. So Tim, you have to give this uh, give you gotta give this a grade one to ten. Why? Why do I have to do that? Because we keep score here. Now, it's all the about one winning. thing I'll say about Taryn. Taryn. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. I I I really like the book of three. Also, he really got the look down of yes. this guy. If you look at that right there, that's the actual Eddie the Eagle. I, I yeah, kept that in there. That's him. Yep. Um, there's something he does with his chin that really makes him look like this guy, Eddie the Eagle. And, and some of his mannerisms, they're just so unique. And when I found that photo, I'm like, they. It's got to be the real guy, and it turned out to be. You know. They interviewed Eddie the Eagle, and he is very pleased on how what on t- how Taron portrayed him. He said he had my mannerisms down to a T. I I think this this kid Taron I I in Kingsman I thought oh, what a jerk this guy. Well, that was his character. <laughs> yes, you know. it was. I uh, I think he's a remarkable actor. Yeah, I I really think he's going to become one of the greats. So it is time for me to score this thing. You, as as you know, Jeff likes to play the home game. He is going to click in the uh, chat what he thinks I'm going to give it, and I sounds am like you pressing like the button right now. now. Oh, I gave it an eight. I said you would give it a nine. I, you know, I figured it's only like you really liked it. I, I, I did like it a lot. But you That's really okay. gotta wow me with the nine. Yeah. It it is an emotional movie. It you, is. You tear up. You go, oh, isn't that nice? the The thing is, I I had seen this movie before. Oh, you had. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, it doesn't quite land the same way the second time. All right. And uh, it land? it is a good I get it. land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-fly. Uh, they should have played if they would have played the song Rocket Man while he was flying off of it. That would have been hilarious. But um, but, a, but it was a couple years later before they made that movie. Together. But like that scene where his but dad meets him at the airport. I mean, that is an amazing scene because his dad just gave yeah. him hell the whole time and didn't really oh, believe yeah. in him. And man, oh man, he did not believe in his child. That was so. But that's such but, a good okay. Movie. Here's the thing. Yeah, he had no reason to believe in his no. child. This was insanity. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. Oh my god. But the mom, you gotta give the mom credit. Unconditional love by the mom. She put up with everything. You know, when you're when you're a mom, you're supposed to support your kid. She had no reason to support this kid anymore. He was a mess. But you know, he he pulled it out. I think by sheer force of will. By sheer force of will. That's that's the only way. Let me throw one more thing at you because you didn't touch okay. on it too much. What do you think of Hugh Jackman's role? You know, Hugh put in a a very serviceable character. Yeah. I 
I, I thought it was hilarious where he's sitting there smoking a cigarette as he's going as down going the, all the 90, the 90 <laughs> meter. They're like, thank you. He was showing <laughs> that he could do it. And right. I, mean, I, I, I really like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I thought it was a great role for him. But it wasn't a showy role because he was kind of stepping back. He was the straight man, you know, to, yeah. to this yeah, yeah. Uh, character that uh, Taron was creating. So you come out and you know he was a big part. He was important to the movie, but it's really all about Taron's performance. It was, yep. So he did a great job, but you're not coming out of there talking about him. No, you're not. Which actually is exactly what he needs to do, you know. But yeah, like, hey, and good movie, solid film, and all about sports. Oddly, and, those things don't usually line up. And the thing of it is that Hugh Jackman is like an umpire or referee in sports. They're there to control what's going on, but you shouldn't even know who they are when the, when the game's right. over. Yeah, he, yep. he was a good team player. Team player. You know what time it is, what's, Jeff? It's, this is going to be interesting. Let's do it. Okay, if it works, here we go. It is time for Otherworldly Culture Sports with your sportscaster extraordinaire, Jeff the Ump Miller. All right. Well, By the way, a thing just went out on Twitter when we start this. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably about 10 million people coming in. Perfect. Perfect. Right now to see the this, sports. This is how we're going to start. We're going to start different than the way I wanted to start because all the stuff I have isn't here. But as you can, <laughs> as you can see, as you can see, I'm repping Bucks basketball. The Milwaukee Bucks open their 22-23 season tonight in Philadelphia against the 76ers. So after tonight, we'll know if the Bucks are the one. 70s? Sixers? Where are the 70s? 70, 76ers. 70. I never heard. Where is Seven in, in the United States? I didn't say the that. 70s. 70. I Se- never heard of these So 70s. I have a speech impediment, and you're going to make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, 76ers. Seven, six. The 76ers. Okay. Now, so, it's the baseball cap. We did have some questions. Is baseball yeah. cap also a Bucks thing? No, actually, the 53. That's for my nephew, Brian, who plays Ooh. for... Sioux Falls, South Dakota Cougars. He's number fifty-three. All Is that right. the number that's on there? No, fifty-one. He's fifty-one. He was he was fifty-three at Muskego. Okay. Which Mus- okay. which Muskego won last week? Muskego Woo-hoo. football. They share the the conference title okay. with McGuanago, and it's possible that in three weeks McGuanago and Muskego could face off to see who goes to state. All right. But let's get into some baseball real quick. Okay, here it comes. Everybody put on your batting helmets. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be tough. Be a lot of wild pitches going on. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. Anyway. I, I knew some wild pitches. Anyway. You know, after you, you get them drunk, there's really nothing more you can do with hmm. them. So, anyways, the San Diego Padres last night evened up the NLCS against the uh, Philadelphia. See, I, I have a hard time with the word Philadelphia because I say T-H-A and it's, it's, P- it's Philadelphia. But I always say Philadelphia. And there's people that have problems with linoleum and other words like that. But Philadelphia is a tough word for me. I'm just saying. It's a tough word. But anyways, they they tied up this. Well, you made me feel about the 76ers. You're calling all my stuff, man. I do everything I do to throw you off so So, I get you in So so back to (laughs) – there you go. So back to the NLCS. The uh, Padres tied it up last night. One game apiece by some great – 
relief pitch by pitching by Josh Hader. Josh Hader in the playoffs now has eight pitches at 100 miles an hour. He struck out the side last night. He looks like Josh Hader of old that used to play for the Milwaukee Brewers. So that series is tied up at one apiece. Okay. Let's move to the American League. American League, the ALCS game two is tonight. Houston, the Houston Astros have a one-game lead. That's because Mr. Upton, you know, I mean, Jason, uh, Justin Verlander, who's married to Kate Upton, oh. pitched uh, six strong innings last night, struck out 11 as Houston defeated New York 4-2 tonight. This game is still in Houston, and then they'll move on to New York. So is anybody else impressed that he's doing this without any notes in front of him? <laughs> this he remembers. He doesn't remember to bring the notes, but he does remember all these scores. And tonight, real quick, tonight, yeah. the, the game that's up against us on Amazon Prime, I shouldn't even mention it, but you need to know. The uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints, who are 2-4, and four, are traveling to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals, who are also two and four. Wow. I'm Jeff Miller, and that's the sports that I know. Well, thanks, Jeff. Now, something that we forgot to do last time. Yeah. And that was to remind everybody that coming up, yes. we got Horror Realm. Yes. Horror Realm, Horror Realm is coming March 4th through the 6th. No. No. That's wrong. That's the 2022. The well, they don't have a new one wow, yet. Wow, it's the third to the fifth. Yeah, they, they don't have the new one yet. But um, we'll, that reminds me. That's another thing i got to get out of about. We but we have some really great habit. guests that are going to be out great there. Guests. Cookie Monster. Co- Tell me what his name is. CJ Graham. There you go, Cookie Monster. Cookie nom, 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 nom. I like cookies and milk. Yeah, we have some Jasons. <laughs> we've we've got a lot of different. Hey, the folks. thing, the guy from the thing. Yes, the guy. Yeah, what's his name? Richard Masur. Yes, he played with yeah. dogs. He played. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> he's, he's a dog whisperer. In no way does that sound Before right. there was Caesar, he was a dog whisperer. Think about wow. that. Ooh, I'm gonna bring that up when I talk to him. Okay, I'm sure he's he's probably he. He told me he can't wait to meet the Jeff Miller. <laughs> uh, but also, I wanted to talk a little bit, Jeff, that I went last night yeah. to a zombie preparedness event. And really? I learned all about uh, being prepared for zombies. I'm, like in Zombieland? I'm letting this. In Zombieland, actually. Was brought up the the uh, showed some of the rules, and they said, "Yeah, this is good preparedness. You should have good cardio. You should always wear your seatbelt. You know, these are wow. things that were in Zombieland." And the the gentleman, um, Mr. Michaels, that that was there, he uh, explained Waukesha County's preparedness guidelines and how you should have a go bag at your home, etc. So uh, it was a fun time. Got to cool. learn about zombies and real zombies. There, there is something called what? zombie mice. Do you know about this? No. There's a thing called zombie mice. It's a mouse that gets infected. I know you you think mice are hilarious, so you'll love this. No, I don't. There's a um, parasite that will get inside of a mouse, and it does something to the chemistry of the mouse's head that it suddenly loses all fear of cats and, like, felines. Really? So what happens is this this thing infects the, the mouse. 
it, it breeds like the dickens inside the mouse. Mouse gets eaten by the cat, and then the cat gets infected. Get out of here! Yes. So this Are you is serious? Why, this is why Holy when a woman is pregnant, they tell them not to handle kitty litter. Because if a if a cat is infected with these things, Are you serious? it gets into the kitty litter. I... I learned it last night. Wow. It gets into the kitty litter, and if they mess with it, it might infect them. And, you know, it, it doesn't give kill a zombie humans. kid. It doesn't kill humans, but it really makes their life really uncomfortable and horrible for a while. Wow. Real zombies, everybody. So, hey, I have a question. Do you about... see all the knowledge I bring to this show? You know what? That is, that is impressive. I have a question. I have a serious question. You, you, would, have, you would have been freaking out. I probably I would have been. It. But oh, here's the God. thing I have for you. Yeah. So even in all these zombie movies, even the yes, ones yeah. you had me watch, whatever, yeah. and even Zombieland, but I don't understand. So they're undead, right? Yeah. And they walk around and they're, uh, they right. walk around. But if you shoot them, they die. Hey, if you destroy the brain. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you got That's so a shot to the to the chest isn't going to do anything. They keep coming. You got to shoot them in they the head. Keep, you got to shoot them in the head. Okay. Yeah, and he really didn't get into what type of firearms and how you should destroy the zombie. Mostly how to run away, which I thought was kind of, you know, a pussy move. Damn. There it is. Uh, Damn, man. <laughs> no, it, it, it really, it, they, obviously, he's hit the music at the library. He isn't going to bring in, here's a really good shotgun that you should be carrying. You know, it was more about... What you should do if there was a okay. tornado or a fire or something what? like that. What? Those zombies. It is zombies. In fact, a lot of the information that was in this presentation, he took from a website by the CDC. The CDC has a whole thing about zombie preparedness out on their website. you got to be kidding me. Well, they, they put a lot of fake things up there. We all know this. Anyway, we're going to go <laughs> that ahead. That was him, not uh, me, yeah, who is normally me. me. Yes, it's usually Jeff. Oh, hey, hey, hey wait, wait. Yo, yo. We're still in the middle. Yo, hey, real yo. quick. I, I want to talk about this oh, just briefly. Hold on. Let me get you in one check right. here. Here we go. So this right here is everything has meaning. By my my cousin Scott Rue, it's okay. it's a it's a really it's a it's a really in depth book about his life as far as you may or may not remember back when we had those tree stand uh, murders up in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, yep. My uncle was part of that. He was he was one of the guys in the in the woods. Uh, he did survive, but uh, the PSTD or whatever the yeah post traumatic yep, stress yeah. that uh, actually and doing him in but my my nephew is part indian and he brings in the fact that everything has meaning so he gets into the the tree stand murders he gets into his own uh problems and all that but it's actually a really good book it's it's a it's a quick read uh it's on amazon everything do they, has do they have pictures because i know you like no it, and i wish i wish that they did they don't have pictures but <laughs> no the picture but the, the writing is is a nice size. But so it's, it's available it's on Amazon. It's available on Amazon. Everything has meaning. What the tree stand murders taught me about life, death, and destiny. Scott Rue. So okay. there you go. And we'll, we'll Thanks, put Tim. a link in the show notes to that so that people can just click yeah. it and buy it right at Amazon. Thanks, Tim. All right. Well, fantastic. You know what time it is, Jeff? 
It's my time. I'm always <laughs> asking him if he knows what time it is. I, I don't. Know I never why. know what time. I should you start looking over here. It says 742. Uh, You've given is. me 18 minutes. I'm probably one of the most famous films ever made. So I know. good luck with that, what, buddy. So, oh yeah, Jurassic Park. All right, so Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Jurassic Park. Is a 1993 movie. Yes. It's rated PG-13. It is. And it's two hours and seven minutes long. Now, in the past, Tim and I have been talking. Tim mostly talks about this, about the length of movies. And usually a really I good... I do talk a lot. A really, good, a really good horror movie should be right around an hour and a half. But I'll tell you what, this this could go on for another hour for me. This was... Oh, yeah. This, this movie is... Because I think we haven't seen anything like this. When this came out, we never saw anything no. like this. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg does a fantastic job in this movie mm-hmm. what I what I recognize this time that I didn't the first time I saw it the first time I saw it I saw it in a movie theater right I probably was on a date I really wasn't paying attention to the movie but the beginning I don't remember the beginning when I saw the beginning of this one I'm like okay so he's laying down the groundwork for each one of these characters and why they're there yes which is pretty cool because otherwise I think when I when I remember this movie I'm like oh everybody's there they're all in the little jeep and here, come, and here comes the T-Rex, right? Yeah. You're going to play the GBG? I'm thinking you're looking I'm for it. I'm finding it. So anyways. Keep going. Um, so what? GBG. So, so listen, listen. Listen, listen. <laughs> Have you heard this? No. Yet. No. That's the ringtone for Jeff. Is it really? Yeah. I, you know what? I need a new one. Let's hear it. I made a new one. I I I feel this is more Jeff. Now listen, hold on a second. Hey yep. Listen, listen. Hey yep. Listen, wait. listen, 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 listen. Hey, yep. Listen, listen. And I'll listen. Hold on a second. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And I'll listen. Hold on a second. Listen, 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 listen. Hey, yep. I'll listen. Hold on a second. Tim, you have way too much time on your hands. And I will be sending a copy of that to Deb very soon. Yeah, I'm sure she'll, uh, she'll be all about that. So. Uh, Tim, that's pretty creative. Thank you for that. I'm, at least you know what I'm calling and what not to answer. Because <laughs> the next time I'm calling you, I'm raising the Jeep up. Every time I call you, the Jeep goes up an extra inch. So uh, so this movie this movie is, is really, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it because it's just such a... Such a it's a, a game changer. It's a game changer. A game I, don't, changer. I really don't think of this as horror. And because in my... But in my mind... Yeah. In my mind, horror is another person coming and killing you, or a spirit, or an entity, or something killing you. Granted, there's dinosaurs in here, but they don't know any better because they're just trying to feed. All right, that's but that's how how yeah. I perceive it. Yeah, it, it it's it, definitely an adventure film. It's an adventure. That, that's I would say adventure sci-fi. Exactly. There are there are some moments, and I'm not spoiling anything because this movie's been out since '93, and I think and I think most young people have actually seen this unlike a lot of our 80s movies because they keep making these. Right. Now, what's the latest one? Is Jurassic... Jurassic World, World? Dominion. Right. And I, which and is free, by the way, to folks on Amazon Prime right now. The, they have an extended cut. The most, the most horrific scene or the most tense scene for me is not the scene you're going to think. It's actually one of the last scenes when the two velociraptors have got the fam- the people cornered in yeah. in the in the kitchen and all that 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 last 15 minutes or something that is some of the most 
intense movie right. stuff that I've ever seen. And that's why I call it a horror movie because they're it's being intense. stalked. They are being stalked. Yeah. Now, the part one hour and three minutes in when you see the T-Rex for the first time, the main character, what what Steven Spielberg did there is genius. You you would think you'd see like a, an outside shot of everything going on, but you, excuse me for one minute because I have a very dry throat and I need to get a little bit of Mountain Dew. Everybody drink along with Jeff. There so anyways, you thank you. But the cool thing is, is he shot this from inside the Jeep. So it's almost like you're experiencing experiencing it yourself. And that, to me, was fantastic. You could have mailed it in and did it the other way. But here, you see the little bit of the, the water shake. And you're like, huh. And you see it shake some more. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, there's there's breath on the on the glass. And all. That's fantastic. If you ask me, that's the that's best. building suspense. That's he builds- how you build the suspense. And, you know, you mentioned something that I didn't realize until I watched it this time. There is fully an hour before that T-Rex shows up. And you really, you only see two dinosaurs. Yep. You see up the, until then. You see the Diliptosaurus? I know my dinosaurs. Ooh. And then the other ones that were hanging out. But the reason he knows the Liptosaurus is because he sits right outside of the ellipticals <laughs> and he sees the Liptosaurus all the time. No, um, there's the Liptosaurus and then there is the Triceratops. That right, is you sick. see that one? Those are the only two you see. I actually have met a Triceratops. Okay. Uh, At the Milwaukee Public Zoo? No. Because that's where I've seen mine. No, Universal Studios Orlando. Okay. uh, When they first opened up Islands of Adventure, uh, when they first opened it up, there was a thing called the Triceratops Encounter, I believe it was called. Okay. And they had a full-size animatronic of the Triceratops, and they they do a talk like you would see at a zoo, like, oh, there's... Yeah. Oh, here's Triceratops, and, and he would do stuff like raise its leg and that. Um, but they tried to make it very natural looking, like it wasn't doing stunts or anything. Okay. And literally everybody there knew it was a robot. But? But it's it had an odor <laughs> right. to it. Nice. It, I think it sneezed or something at one point. It. It was so realistic. The problem with the attraction is they could only get about 30, 40 people through there at a time. And it, they shut it down, I think, after two years. Because people had to wait too long and they, like it that. wasn't worth it? it? It was a very quiet type of walk-through okay. attraction. And people don't like walking. They like rides. Except, of course, for Goldblum, Dern, and Neil, they just take the restraints <laughs> and break them. Well... Well, it's funny that you bring that up about that animatronic yeah. uh, dinosaur. Yeah. So actually, the T-Rex that they built for this movie, yeah. it had some shorts in it, and they the, the crew would be it hanging. It wore shorts? <laughs> Why wouldn't it wear full slacks or jeans? Jeans, jeans. are more hardy. Yeah. Some 501 button flies. Yeah! Did you have a Damn pair of those? It. you have a pair of those? I did. I had a pair of those growing oh. up. But anyways, um, but they said that because with the rain and all that, the rain on it, that it was shorting out or something, and the the T Rex would just come alive by itself without anybody even doing anything, yeah. and people would get scared. I think that. Well, it, in at Islands of Adventure, you yeah. you've not been, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, at Islands of Adventure, 
the climax of the boat ride yeah. is a T-Rex coming out. Oh, really? And let me tell you, it's in the dark and it just kind of out. First time you see that, I get chills even thinking about that damn thing. Really? Because it looks real. And I think part of why you buy it so much in the park... Yep. Is because you buy it so much in this movie, and you're like, well, if there was a T-Rex, yep. it would look exactly like that one, because it's made out of the same mold, you know? Uh, it It is an amazing experience. The thing that made me think of this T-Rex thing, it, yeah. it really reminded me of Jaws. If you think about it, you yeah. don't see Jaws until how far in, 40 minutes in? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. but it's the build-up. And right. then all of a sudden, boom, it's there, and you're like, uh-oh. A lot of people call this Jaws on the Land. Could be. I I you take like issue that. with that yeah. because Jaws on the Land actually was made before Jaws. It was a TV movie called Duel that Steven Spielberg did about a killer semi-truck. Which <laughs> I you, heard of this. You may or may not be assigned in the future I'll take it. Uh, season. I, th- I think you would enjoy it. It's not Maximum oh, But I like the Maximum Overdrive. I did. Yeah, you were the guy. We all wondered who it was. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, go ahead. Okay, well, no, but but the other, the other thing I liked about this movie, too, is that it didn't, it was dealing with some really in-depth stuff. Yeah. But they, they clean it up with that cartoon. That cartoon is like... I know. I know exactly what they're talking about. Right. Because otherwise, Jeff would not have known what they're talking about. I, when I'm watching, you will often hear me talk about Morris the Explainer scenes, where it's like somebody comes on the screen and says, well, the only way that you can kill a vampire is with a wooden stake through his heart and and the sun and, you know, stuff like that. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so ham-fisted. The way Spielberg did this, yes. where he had all these different layers. Okay, there was the animated film that was actually given the information. For the, for the tourists. Had, for the tourists. Right. They were showing what it would be like for the tourists. Right. But you had Attenborough is kind of interacting with the movie yep. that's up there. And you had where the three that are watching aren't really watching because they no. understand everything right. the cartoon is showing. And they're trying to figure stuff out. So... They were able to do all of that. Now, the other guy that gets a lot of exposition, Samuel L. Jackson. Did you notice? That guy (laughs) is talking through this movie. His mouth is not even moving, and the cigarette is just wiggling a little bit in his mouth. I cannot believe some of the junk dialogue they gave that guy. It's like... How did he learn to spew all this techno-babble bull... So, you know, he he says it like they're throwaway lines. You know, I, I was just, like, totally impressed. And this was early in Samuel Jackson's It was. Career, it was probably really. him cutting his teeth on this stuff. And what about Newman? How about how Newman's character? Yes. That's that's a pretty Newman's damn good character, great. too. I got to say that yeah. he played that well. The guy who's going to actually steal the... Uh, Dennis Nedry the was the character that name. name. Oh. oh, that's the character. That's one of them. Ner- Nerdery. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Wayne Knight. He plays a great role, too, in there. And, yeah. and all in all, this movie, is, it's just a lot of fun. Well, like, the cast is excellent. You got Attenborough. You got Goldblum. You got Dern. You have Neil. You got B.D. Wong. Wong. The guy that people forget about is Bob Peck. And when you watch this movie, he's the, oh, yeah. the Australian hunter. <clears throat> He didn't do a whole hell of a lot prior to this uh, movie or after. He died 
not too long after making this movie. Uh, but he is so intense. Yep. It's because of his intensity and how cautious he is that you fear those raptors. Because you can tell the whole movie is built about you being more afraid of the raptors yes. than the T-Rex. Right. And in real life, you're not. You're not going to. The raptor will probably kill you better, but you're... You see this giant monster of the T-Rex, and you go, that's the bad guy. But they did a lot to make it a feasible villain for if, him. If you if you realize, too, that when Sam Neill, when, in the opening scene, with stuff that I don't remember, when he's on the dig, he's talking about the raptors. He's, right. saying, he's saying that one will be looking right. at you, but when he's looking at you, the other two are going to come around and kill you. And they, they set the... The groundwork for those raptors. Yeah, they do an excellent job. It's a it's a really it's a really a really well done movie on all parts. Yeah. I think that they they cast it perfectly. Yes. And and you I mean it's really amazing. And the scenery too. I mean the scenery that, that It was the, shot in Hawaii, a, okay. a good amount of it. And it was during a um there there was a hurricane or something yep. that came through. Uh but So it all timed out. I got to see where some of this was shot, including the tree that they climb when they feed that one Vegasaurus yeah. there. The bottom of that tree, they find those eggs. Yeah. I was at that exact tree. That's pretty cool. It's on Kauai. It's in a plantation there I don't remember the name of, but it, uh, it's really cool. It's gorgeous, by the way. You know how I knew gorgeous. that they shot that in Hawaii? Because I saw the movie Mike and Dave Need Dates for a Wedding. Oh, really? And they, they go there. They take the Jurassic Park uh, uh, ATV right. thing. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's the reason I knew that. Okay. But but I do have a sports horror connection. Oh, oh. What, what, I hold on, I grade. got one. Oh! So, in the movie, in the very beginning, Joseph C. Brown... All right, he he. You will see him in the very beginning of the movie. Right. He's the worker that gets eaten by the raptor in the in the cage in the very beginning. He's the one where you see half his body and he's like going like this. So he. Spoiler alert. No, it's in the beginning. I'm kidding. Oh, okay, damn. So, anyways, <laughs> he though he he uh, he played one year for the uh, the Chicago Cubs. He actually got into a game. He pitched two innings. And all the rest of my notes are at home. But is, is he the guy that gets like lifted yep, up? That's oh, him. Wow. Okay. That's him. That's right. That's him. He uh, he passed away a short time after that. Uh, well, he was eaten cancer. by a raptor. <laughs> complications of cancer. Okay. But uh, but yeah, he that was him. He he played in the major leagues. He played for Chicago Cubs. So you're telling me raptors cause cancer? I'm not saying any of that. Okay. It won three Oscars. It, it's, did you know and that? I, yeah, and it made like a billion dollars or six best, billion or something. Best like sound, best effects, and best effects visually, and best effects sound effects. Okay, yeah. here's what I'm going to say about this. Now it's time for Tim's rant. Okay, I'm done. All right. My rant is... You have a rant? Yes. I am so tired of science fiction and horror movies only getting technical stuff like best oh. sound, best effects, best this, best that. You know what? This movie had some great freaking acting. Why was it not up for an Oscar yeah. for that? And let me tell you, direction, it doesn't get better directed than this film. Yeah. It moves. It was a good movie. Uh, and that's why two hours and seven minutes where I said yeah. seemed like it was too short. It seemed like it, like it was too short. 
<laughs> like it was too short. It was a good movie. All right. So, uh, what are you going to be scoring? Yeah, I'm giving this. A, I'm giving this a nice, solid nine. All right. Yeah, I really like this. I movie figured a it lot. was a nine or a ten. Yeah. I, I, I would have had an issue with you if you would have come in here and said two. I would have said. Now, do I understand my friend at all? Yeah, anymore? but you know what, though, I think you're you're getting a hang of what you can kind of figure. What I'm going to read things now. Well, I was surprised Kinda. by Dawn. I you surprised you me every be once in a while. Me. Yeah, you were surprised yeah. by. I gave it a two. Yeah, there's a, a personal friend of yeah. yours made this movie, and yeah, really, yeah, made the movie. Yeah. Oh, Savini. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I knew that was coming. Yeah, you know, right. when he takes a picture with me at Horror Realm, yeah. then I'll start rating his movies higher. Right. You heard that from me, Tommy boy. Or is it Ted? <laughs> or no, it's Tom. It's Tom Savini. It's Tom you Tom. almost had it. All right, everybody. It's trivia time. For those of you that don't know, here's how it goes. <clears throat> uh, each of us will read three statements. One of them is false. And the the other one of us here has to be the truth detective. I love that so much. Let's see it again. Uh, is the truth detector and will tell you, uh, tell the partner uh, if it's true or not. And uh, it's worth five points. <laughs> worth five points. We're going to need them all this week. Okay. Uh, who's going first? You want to ask me first? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I can ask first. you first. I'm going to hide this this time. Turn off your chat room. I see you. They- no, you're you're watching. It. I don't care enough. Okay, I what? gotta hide the the question. I like here. to read them. Yeah, that's why I'm hiding them. Okay. Okay. the The first one, Jeff Goldblum. You know who that is? Yes. Yeah. The fly. Jeff Goldblum's hometown is Pittsburgh. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, actor Richard Richard Attenborough. Prior to his career in acting, recorded narration for the BBC nature documentaries. Number three, Michael Crichton, who wrote the book that Jurassic Park is based upon, was a doctor in real life, and his experiences are the basis of the TV series ER. You suck. (laughs) I suck. Yeah. Can you just tell me which, Richard Attenborough, can you just tell me which person that was in the movie? Uh, he is... Was he the, the a, grandpa? Yeah, he's the old man. All right, it was prior career. What, what is his name? Hammond. Yeah. Mr. They, Hammond. They want him to be, a, like, um, a dark Walt Disney. That's what they... That's he always Very did. good. That's what I always thought, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they were looking for, but they, he yeah. didn't really do that. All right, so Goldblum is from Pittsburgh. At to burn, that sounds correct. Michael wrote a book, and it's based upon... Crichton. It's yeah. pronounced Crichton. Wrote the book. He's like six foot four. He's like freakishly tall. I don't care. Like my brother. Was a doctor in real life whose experiences are based on... See, that sounds that sounds like that would be the, the false No, one. his experiences aren't based on the TV series. No. The TV series is based I know. on his that, life. That sounds so fake, because but that's what you want me to think. Okay, so... Uh, you're so overthinking then, again. So then we go to Richard Atterbury, but that could be really true, because he's got that British accent, so... That sounds well, right, everybody too. in Britain has British accents. I think Goldblum's hometown is Pittsburgh. I don't know if that's true either. I think, you know what? You know what? Here's here's how this is going to roll out. Okay, here it comes. Um, the false one. The false one. The incorrect is, one. Oh, 
God, I want to say it the so bad. The untrue one is. I want to say it's. I want to say it so bad. Um, I'm gonna say Jeff Goldblum is not from Pittsburgh. I really thought. <gasps> I really did. He's he's one of the most famous Pittsburgh Onions. I thought Tom Savini is. He um he plays the piano there on a regular basis still. Uh, I don't care uh, for concerts. Richard Attenborough did not record narration for BBC nature documentaries. See? His brother David Attenborough. Are they twins? Do I still get a no, point? No, no, they're no, not see, twins. But I was right about that last one. You were trying and to Michael pull that Crichton, crap on me. You, oh. Michael Crichton <sighs> wrote Jurassic Park. Do you know what else he wrote? And directed the movie Westworld. Tron. Westworld. I saw that Which movie. you saw. Yes, and I actually at that time stated... They, he was a doctor. That was a few seasons a ago. Yes, it was. But I, that's I knew why that I, I felt really good about you maybe getting this one. I but knew I knew Goldblum was from Pittsburgh. I knew that. I, I was surprised you picked that one of the, of the three. I, I was surprised. Mm. All right. I had to say hello to our friends in Pittsburgh. Yes, that's right. Hello. Hey. By the Pittsburgh. way, if you're in Pittsburgh right now... Um, What's the name of that salmon shop? Permatis? Permatis? Uh, Permatis, yeah. Permatis, uh, it's free pizza tonight. I, I do. I get an email every Thursday. Free, <laughs> free, free pizza Thursday. I okay. I did. I signed up when we were there. Awesome. Uh, so get your free pizza. All right, so All right, you ready? Tell me. Tell me. Three, three items. One is not true. <laughs> Jack Klugman, I mean Hugh Jackman, was considered... To be the next James Bond before Craig was. Interesting. Chris, Christopher Walken actually was an alternate for the 1960 Winter Olympics in Squaw Valley. And Eddie okay. the Eagle holds the world record for toboggan jumping. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. Go ahead. The only one in there that even sounds true to me is the Hugh Jackman one because they check everybody for James Bond. They go through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Well, Eddie Dingo was also Hugh Jackman, But Hugh Jackman is an Australian, not an Englishman. Same accent. But, yeah, that's why I'm like, they might have looked at him. I don't think they were very serious about it, but I bet they looked at him. All right. So that leaves Christopher Walken in Squaw Valley. Where, where is Squaw Valley? That's out in California. They didn't have an Olympics out there. They Read did. that again. They Read had one again. out there. Okay, well, anyways. What? Christopher Walken. They did. Yeah. Christopher Walken actually was an alternate for the 1960 Winter Olympics in Squaw Valley. It's in California. Trust me. Okay, and what was the third one again? Eddie the Eagle... <laughs> Oh, the toboggan jumping, jump. yeah. I'm going to say that's false. I it, it just doesn't sound as true. I, Christopher Walken is a great dancer, so he might have athletic acumen. But honestly, you're probably screwing me with that one. But I'm, I'm going to say the false one is Eddie the Eagle and the toboggan jump. Hit the wrong button. No. Dun, 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 dun. So, was it? Chris Rock is, is made up. Okay. 
Uh, Squaw Valley really is uh, the host of the 1960 Winter oh, Olympics. I, that I didn't doubt. But um, I, I doubt Aiden it. Eagle does hold the record for toboggan jumping at 10 meters. You can find it, you can find it on the internet. And you can, Why? And you can you can see you can see him doing the jump. It's awesome. It's awesome. Ten meters. Yeah, it's like thirty feet. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He does it a few times and he falls off a couple. It's awesome. It's well, he obviously could heal. He's drinking milk all the time. I know. It's such strong bones. You know, it, and what's funny about that is Hugh Jackman. His main character was Wolverine. What does Wolverine do? Oh. Heal really well. His bones don't break. Oh. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it kind of is playing foil to somebody that... Look at that, zero, right. zero. Yeah, that you know what? That means the score's tied right now. Watch yes. This. Way to ruin the the suspense here. So I can add. our trivia, we both got zeros on trivia. And then Jeff gave a nine to the horror movie. That means we have <laughs> a complete tie. You know, I five innings in. I really thought I was going to pull ahead here because I figured there's no way that he doesn't give it a nine or a ten. I, I'm like, it, it, Jurassic Park is just such a strong film. It is. But then I biffed the damn trivia and screw it Too for bad. myself. Thank uh, you, Eddie the Eagle. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie is evil, is what it you actually know what? was. I want to tell you right now. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm honestly, if that's the world record. I'm going to try to beat it. I'm going to, this winter, I'm going to try to beat that. Everybody, you heard me say how much I was reminded of Jeff throughout the film. This, this winter, I will have Your poor tried. Wife. I feel I'm going to try it. Why not? What, oh, why? my God. Uh, Can you imagine if you're sitting here with a world record holder? Can you imagine? We'd probably get three more viewers. All right. <laughs> I'm doing it, Tim. Coming I'm doing up. it. <laughs> Next week, Thursday, oh it's October 27th. Now, what's important about oh. that is by that time, you will be recovered from all the Tim Kretschmann birthday celebrations across the what country. What day is that, Tim? Not tell. But <laughs> it's, it's coming up. Uh, it depends on your source as to what day it is. Oh, really? Uh, so there... Yes, it does. Uh, what do you mean? So, your mom says one uh, day, your dad says another? So, what oh, is the, the, the vampire puppy thing. again? I gotcha. Yes. Anyways. So, you gave me Mystery, Mystery Alaska. Another winter movie, yes. It's, okay. It's a, this is a pretty cool movie. This has got Russell Crowe in it. It's about this, I have not seen this one. Cool. That's even better. Yeah. It's about a small town hockey team that okay. takes on, I think it's in the New York uh, Islanders, I think. The, the New York New, Knicks? The, no, the Rangers. I think it take, the they Yankees. take on the Rangers. No, 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 okay. no. But they take them on in Showing off in Mystery Alaska, and they take it out, okay. take them on outside. Is on, this based on uh, a real story, or is it no, just a, no. a myth? That, you know, Mythical. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But it's it's a good movie. It's I think it's a good movie. It's it's a it's not going to be an Eddie the Eagle, but it's going to be a good movie. I it, I'm looking forward to it because I haven't seen it, and I like a lot of the actors that are in it. And I think the same director as the Austin Powers movies, who I like. So I'm looking for. Someone's getting shagged. <laughs> okay. And oh uh, my god! I am giving Little Jeffy Baby this wonderful film called The Silence of the Lambs. Oh. It, it's really a love story. 
Snow uh, when you get put down the lotion to it. in the basket. Yeah, put the lotion. <laughs> have you seen it? No, or but I remember. Know I know it. things. Okay. Yeah, I don't it, know it is very much in pop culture. I I believe it's an effective horror movie. Uh, very well acted. This is gonna be a psychological to point, isn't it? to the point where this is one of the few horror movies that has netted not just Oscars but lots of Oscars. Really? Remember when I was talking about? How they're usually overlooked at yeah. the Oscars? Was I maybe setting up this introduction? Of course you were. Of course, of course you were. Too. Yes, because this is one of the few movies that really got recognition, and there's a reason for it. It is an excellent film, and um, I don't even know. it's it's disturbing. I don't know if I'll get it's through this. I really don't. I don't know if Jeff will make it through, but you have to grade however much you watch. I'll watch the whole thing. You know, I've never I, not watched the whole movie, know, except for know. the ones that I fall asleep in. Yeah, we'll give you August <laughs> Underground. We, we, we can stop you. We high. can no. stop you. No, I I would never do that to you. Thank I you. think it's a high-quality film. Yeah. I think it's scary. Uh, it's fun, and it's perfect for getting you ready for Halloween. What better what? boogeyman than Dr. Who, what's her name? Lecter? Jo- Jodie Foster's. Jodie Foster, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, it's a it's a scary one, there, buddy. I want to ask you something, real before you take that out the screen. Yeah. Is that supposed to be a moth, or is that someone's face on the moth? It's a specific type of moth that has a skull-like pattern. Okay. On its back. That's not going to be a trivia um, question, is it? Not anymore. It won't. Good. Uh, <laughs> See how I do that? See how I do that, folks? You're the master, man. That's right. So I uh, want to thank everybody for coming out I do too. to tonight's show. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. What is this? Mystery Alaska also has Mickey Bunts of Drop Dead Fred. You don't know this. I don't. But Drop Dead Fred is one of my brother's absolute favorite films. Really? I've seen it a bunch of times. I am pretty sure because we purchased the VHS from... Far more. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yes. We watched that we're, thing like crazy. Where quality costs no more. <laughs> that, was, that was our slogan over there. Oh hey, you're looking God. at an employee of the month right here. Oh, I know. I was in the running for employee of the year. Ooh. I have a watch to prove it. No. They, they gave me a watch. I'm not kidding you. I have a far they more watch. They gave you a watch. For, far, for employee of the month, I've got a far more watch. I don't know if it works, but it had the little, little Farmore logo on it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll what's amazing it. to me about that place was it was everywhere for a little bit. Yep. And then it was nowhere. That's because that's because of two words: Mickey Monus. The CEO was funding the Colorado Rockies. One dollar here, two dollars here. One dollar oh, here, two dollars okay. here. And he went to prison. Well. That happens sometimes. But congrat- <laughs> well, in the chat room, congratulations, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks. The, what was it, of the year? Or of the month. month. I didn't get an employee of the year. What? Oh, well, it, oh, it was political then. It was. Yeah, yeah. those, those bastards. <laughs> all right. That's well, all right. we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Yes, thank you. Now, here's where we test my memory of all the places we are at. But I want to thank you all. It's time to close the crypt and call the game. Thank you all for watching. Remember to share and subscribe to our show and feed. On Thursday nights, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook Live, 
and of course our home base on Twitch. You know what a home base is? Yes. Okay, good. You can find the show at otherworldlyculture.com and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine places where you find podcasts. Like to bomb your shoe. Sometimes you step in a podcast and you go, oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. I've been working a lot with, uh, I'm using uh, <laughs> PocketCast as well. What? We're on PocketCast. That's a new app. And Are you serious? There. We're in there. Oh, yeah. I got to check that out tonight. We're in there because we're awesome. Yep. Uh, you can yell at your Amazon device. I don't want to say it right now. And it'll play our show as well. You just say play we should, Dead on the Bases podcast. We should have it play while we're doing it. and we No. No, we should not do that. And we could do it like around, like, roll, roll, roll your boat. That's pretty well what it sounds like anyway when you're around, Jeff. Can you think about that? Roll, roll, roll your boat. And then you'd go, roll, roll, roll your boat. No, and they are like this. Now listen, hold on. And I'll listen, hold on a second. Wait. Hey, yep. Okay. And I'll listen, hold on a second. I'll listen, hold on a second. Hey, yep. Listen. <laughs> okay. That yeah. is so tension inducing when I listen to that thing. Oh, it's tension inducing. Tension Great. inducing. Great. Because it just keeps building and building. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. I get stuck in yep. a loop. I really do. I get stuck in a loop when that happens. It's fantastic. Yeah. If it yeah. is sports, it's a home run. <laughs> if it's horror, Run Run home! We're dead on the bases, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) Otherworldlyculture.com BobCostasShouldRetire.com He's terrible. I wanted to talk about that, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I forgot my notes at home. (laughs) I still have to give you props. You should get an award for this, this mashup. I, I literally this. worked a fader to make this work. Hey, no one has to know that. Well, now I let it out of the bag. No one is listening. <laughs> 39 to 39. No, they're, they're all on, on Thursday night football right now. Yeah. Do we know what Cardinal? Uh, Saints were up 7 to 3 at one point. Okay. Oh, wow, that sounds like a barn burner. They've been having.